Welcome to Unique Visitors, conversations about digital marketing. I'm your host, Mike Kurtz. Let's get to it. Joining me today is Jessica Phillips. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning. How are you? Great. So Jessica is an international speaker and social media strategist. She was selected as one of the top 12 global rising stars in social media to watch. She's the founder of Now Marketing Group, which was named the Women-Owned Business of the Year in 2018. So let's get started with, how did you get into this industry? Well, I was an accidental entrepreneur, actually. (laughs) So I worked in corporate America and telecommunications, where I got the privilege to work with mom and pop shops and help them open their businesses, train their teams, help them with their marketing, which their marketing really looked like a fly guy. you know, which is those flying guys that stand out in the middle of the road um, <laughs> to try to draw attention. So it wasn't really marketing in that sense. Uh, but during that time, I got to see the evolution of social media as I was just starting out, as well as the evolution of phones. Because when I first started working there, it was like the Zach Morris phone uh, was what we were using, the big old, you know, phones with the long antennas that oh, were right. like, of your head, yeah. Yeah. Um, to seeing text and uh, data messaging and photo messaging, so really, kind of learning um, technology at that time as well as social media, and fell in love with it, but got really, really sick uh, when I became pregnant. Pregnant and was um, stuck in my my hospital bed uh, for eight out of the nine months I was pregnant, and really wow. only could rely on on social media and the relationships that I built um, at that time to kind of stay connected to the world and make money as I was the breadwinner and had lost my job at that time because they couldn't cover my position. So wow. decided um, whether, rather than just sitting there in the bed, I would kind of start something uh, working with, with social media. So um, started a business right after I, I gave birth. I had worked for a company that was um, starting in the digital marketing age uh, called 430 Marketing based out of Chicago. Worked for them while running my business and then uh, that business decided to move a different direction and kind of sold me their portion of it to launch Now Marketing Group. Wow. So when <laughs> you think about social media, uh, you know, some companies, they, they think they just need to find somebody young because they get social media, right? But there's a difference between being active on social media and understanding social strategy from a business perspective, right? Very true. Yeah. We get that a lot. Uh, we'll just have our intern do it or well, my niece, you know, she really is good at social media, so we'll have her do it. Well, I do say that age doesn't matter. I mean, we definitely do hire uh, younger people as well as senior, you know, people that are in marketing. So it's not really necessarily about the age. It's more about the training that they receive because there's a huge difference from being able to just manage your self profile or your personal profile or understand technology versus being able to use it for business. Uh, The same things that will work on your personal profile don't necessarily uh, transition in the same way on a business profile. So you really need to have that training and the understanding of one, what's allowed, right? So you don't put your business at uh, a, a risk of being sued for using uh, images that sometimes people just steal off Google or whatever, as well as the understanding of how to connect with people in a meaningful way um, and having a strategy behind what you're doing. We've seen um, lots of businesses that kind of lost control of their brand online, don't really know what's going on, and the person hasn't been trained in how to appropriately listen or uh, post and, and use it in the way that social media is meant for, which is a connection. It's meant for a conversation. 
um, with your audience to kind of shrink that distance between them and you. And if it's not used in that way, um, that can be more detrimental than good. <laughs> so um, I want to ask you about kind of, you know, where do you start? What, what's, where's the company start thinking about how their strategy? I heard a couple of things that you mentioned there, listening and having a conversation. But yeah, so b- b- where do they start uh, to think about how, what's the best strategy to, uh, yeah. to use for social media? That's a great question because uh, often people just want to get started, right? They're like, okay, there's a platform. We'll just take everything that we're doing with our current marketing and put it on social. And it's very much one way. Um, and what works on a radio or a television commercial um, isn't going to respond the same way if you're putting it on YouTube, right? Or social media in general, any of the sites that way. Um, so I like to say it starts from the inside out. And what I mean by that is it really needs to start from the inside of your organization of knowing who are we at our core? Like, what do we believe? What do we stand for? Who are we in a sense of what is the tone and the overall feeling that we want people to have about our organization? And is that the tone that people are feeling within the organization? Because your team members should be your biggest advocates, right? And, and the culture that exists internally in the inside um, of your organization is going to be able to be felt when you're putting that on social media. The same is true with how you're dealing with your customers. So if your in-store experience isn't great, your online experience won't be either. So you need to start first with understanding who your organization is, what do you want your culture to be, um, and how it is right now, and take, take inventory of that, as well as understanding who is your ideal audience that you're wanting to have a conversation with. So taking note of that and, and literally um, listing out, uh, and I mean listing it out as in creating a document, whether that's um, you know created in Google or you know on a, a flip chart or whatever that looks like, but to really take note of who is our ideal audience, not just from a demographics perspective, but from a substance level of saying my ideal uh, customer cares about these things. They're watching these programs on television they're reading these books here's what a day in their life looks like here's the things that they care about and that and that they really are trying to solve as a pain point in their life and by painting that picture of who your ideal audience is and also on the flip side who your ideal audience isn't that's going to let you know what your messaging should be to put on social media also what social channels to go on so you can show up in a way that's meaningful that's helpful that's there to serve and that can start and encourage a conversation to happen that's going to help nurture not only new uh, potential customers in through your buyer's journey hopefully so they're they're now becoming aware of you they're considering doing business with you and hopefully converting to doing business with you but also your existing audience or, and or customers that you're currently serving today, you're able to stay in touch with them so they want to refer you on more often. We often uh, say, you know, starting from the inside out and really just thinking about how can you out care your competition and care is an acronym that we use so you can think about all those points that I just talked about. Yeah, so tell me about the CARE approach. Sure, yeah, so the CARE, uh, the C stands, stands for capturing attention. So capturing attention, I mean, attention's the biggest (laughs) commodity right now, right? Like we all are trying to capture attention and that's why just blasting a message out there isn't going to work because it's just adding to more noise. So it's thinking, how can I capture attention in a meaningful way that where people are going to want to pay attention? And that's where, where you are trying to bring the elements of who we are into it. So you're identifying, um, who you are at your core, how you're going to stand out, 
uh, I like to say amongst a sea of samesies because no matter what industry you're in, there's someone else that does what you do. It's not what you do, but it's how you do it that makes the biggest difference. And then articulating your message is the A. So articulate your message in an easy to understand way. So if our goal is to, to grow word of mouth referrals, which it should be because 90% of all buying decisions start online today. And during that time where they're starting online, 60% of the sales cycle is over before somebody's even talking to a sales representative at your company. And we often don't realize that this is happening as organizations. So we need to make it really easy for somebody to understand what we do by how we're articulating our message on our websites, on social media, as well as with our customers. So they do think of us and come top of mind when someone else is asking, who should I choose for X service or Y service, right? Um, so articulating your message very clearly and, and concisely is the A. And then R is all about relationships. So again, getting those referrals from businesses uh, and from your customers, you need to really focus on building meaningful relationships so you can get that repeat and referral business. So if you spent your marketing dollars, let's just say, and focused instead on customer delight and putting your efforts there on um, building additional you know, resources, treating them like VIPs that they are from being your customer, whether that's spending some time writing, you know, making customized cards or just noticing what they're doing and what they're up to and what they care about and, and engaging with that, that's a great way of building relationships. And then the E is all about exceptional experiences. So in order for somebody to even think about you and remember to want to uh, refer you on um, or even be happy to do business with you again, it's about that experience that they have. People expect us to do what we say we're going to do and what they've paid us to do, but it's taking that the step further. So it's it's memorable and uh, experience is a verb. It's how we're making people feel. So it's adding those little extras in there, those little delight moments um, that make people want to talk about it. So focusing on caring more and out caring you know, uh, anyone else that's doing what you do, then you're really going to stand out in your industry. You talked about identifying your customers, really understanding who they are and that, you know, that helps to figure out where they are and what's, what social media platform they're on and as well as the content to, to put out there. Um, but growing your audience is still a challenge for social media. How do you, how do you suggest companies go about doing that? Yeah, that's a tricky one. And often, unfortunately, that's what companies focus on right? They look at growing my audience as in how many likes do we have? How many followers do we have? How many views did we get on that video versus really measuring what it really looks like? And I always say, stop counting the likes, start counting your conversations. So growing your audience, a lot of it, you can't see some of it, some of the time, right? Of course, your page fans are going to grow. And I say fans intentionally because a person that's following your page is a lot different than a fan of your page, right? Somebody that just clicks the follow because you invited them and you, you haven't stopped nagging them until they like it or you're doing these contests and kind of forcing people to like your page in order to you know, uh, opt into something that has no relevance of what your business is anyway. You can grow it there. You can buy the follows, right? But in order to get true fans of your page, people that actually care about what you're talking about that are really going to get engaged, that takes more work. And that's something that's not for sale ever. So I always say, you know, focus on growing using organic ways of building conversation, um, both with your current audience that we talked about, focusing on the people that you're already serving, focus on your team members, 
but then also focus on community. What I mean by community, it can be people that are in your local business if you're a brick and mortar um, and, and you know working together with them. But it can also look like just participating in a community with somebody that is aligned with what you believe. And here's what I mean by that. So for example, for Now Marketing Group, we believe in, you know, our, our, my personal mission is to help people love more, give more, and be more within their personal business life through the art of authentically relating and just using relationship marketing to do that. So if I have an opportunity to jump on a podcast or a video with someone that's going to help fulfill that mission because I'm going to be, you know, sharing tips and, and ideas similar to what we're doing here, right? That and I know that your purpose is the same and you just have your audience that you're giving it out to, then I want to build community with you. I want to, you know, definitely say yes to this, this interview and share some perspective of things that I think could add value. And now we're building community. And by doing that and showing up in a way that I'm truly wanting to serve, now my name, my, our information is getting out to an expanded audience that because they're connected with you, they're connected with you because of what you believe and what you're doing, but right. But both of our audiences are expanding because of that. And so when you show up in a way of, the, of building your audience, you need to look at it that way. How can we turn our followers into true fans, our clients into our biggest advocates, our team members into evangelists for us, right? And our community into collaborators. So if we think about it in that terms of thinking about like, how can we get our team involved? in a way that's gonna get them excited. Now they're posting and sharing things. That's gonna expand our audience. How can we show up and engage our, our followers on a page to, to see who our true fans are? That's gonna expand our audience, right? Because now they're gonna be sharing our content. Community into collaborators, again, expanding your audience reach and your clients into advocates. Now your, ad, your clients that are turning into advocates, they're gonna push your message out. So it, it does take a little bit longer. Uh, it's a long, long end game, but you're gonna have this flywheel momentum effect that is, you know, uh, an energy of a moving um, expansion of who your brand is and how you're growing it. And, and it doesn't start with the likes or the followers. It starts with hearing the conversations that are happening and, and seeing your name mentioned more and more and more. And then it starts to grow from there. So I know there's a lot packed into what was just said, but that's really what um, people should focus on when they're trying to grow their audience online. So it sounds like there's no easier answers. Like here's what you need to share yeah. on your social media, but it's more of a mindset of think about how you can engage and, and help your audience. And then of that, course, there's that like little, little tools, right? I always say it's not about the tool. It's about the technique, right? So open, um, show up consistently daily to post, right? Uh, not too much, not too little, but daily to post when you have something engaging to say. And what I mean by that is leave it open-ended, uh, read before you make a post on social, read it out loud and ask yourself, does it sound conversational? Uh, does it, would it sound natural if I would say it uh, and read it to someone else that's sitting across from me? Because that's hopefully what you're imagining is that you're saying this to someone sitting across from you, your buyer persona. Um, share it that way, uh, creating custom images that have your branding, branding on it using real people doing real things, that's also going to help. Um, using tools that are going to allow you to listen more. So what I mean by tools, it's uh, there's several tools out there. Like we use Agora Pulse, love it. Um, but it help us, helps us monitor what other people are saying online. So we can participate in those conversations, kind of use um, some terms that we're following in this smart software so we can kind of piggyback on those conversations. Um, join in on tweet chats if you're on Twitter. 
use Facebook Live if you're on Facebook, LinkedIn Live if you're on LinkedIn, you know, engage more than you post. I mean, all those little tips will help you grow it, but it really starts with, like I said, the, the technique over the tools. So if you master the care approach first, then it'll, all these other things will start coming natural to you. And with the tools, what, you know, what, what do you think is most important in terms of um, what does a company, what should the tool do for them? Sure. So the tool should ultimately, one, help them listen. Um, so, you know, again, using social as a conversation and the best conversations, if you think back to the best conversations that you've ever had, chances are they're the ones that you got to talk the most. Um, and that's why you think they're great. And so for your customer, it's going to feel the same way. That's just how we're built, right? So you have to use it to listen more and engage with those people and what they're saying versus just you talking. So tools that are going to help you do that one. And then also tools that are going to be built in and connect to what we like to call a CRM or customer relationship manager, because what that allow you to do is see one, if they're already a customer of yours, right? There's nothing worse than engaging with someone and they're like, wait, I've been doing business with you for 10 years. Why are you talking to me? Like you don't know me, right? Especially um, for smaller you have businesses. A large organization. What's that? Well, I was saying, especially for smaller businesses, but you're oh, saying for even sure. for large. Yeah, and there's nothing worse when somebody reaches out to you and you're like, um, I've been doing business with you for like 20 years. Like, where, <laughs> you know? Um, so, because people want to feel like they matter, right? So, um, using a customer relationship manager tool um, that can plug into what you're doing with social because then I'll let you know, okay, if you're connecting with Susie online, that Susie's been a customer for X number of years, she has these products of yours, you know, she cares about this. And, and the more intelligent your CRM software is, the better that you can respond and show up online. Like, you know, thanks for engaging with this post. Hope your family and doggies doing well or, or whatever, you know? Um, and they're like, man, they know me, right? They, they know who I am and it, it will allow you to do that as well. So how do you stay up on, uh, up to date on this industry? Is there recommend, uh, recommendations for any resources? don't sleep. No, I'm just kidding. Um, sometimes though, I mean, it's changed. So it changes so quickly, right? You definitely yeah. do have to stay up. So, I mean, I recommend, um, following different things online. Like we follow social media today. Um, and of course ad week, things like that, where we just have a, a subscription and social media examiner where we just, you know, have a, a subscribe to their blog updates, things like that. Um, but that's only going to give you kind of surface level stuff, right? I do recommend participating in conferences when you can, whenever they're back, <laughs> um, listening yeah. to podcasts and then just finding some people that kind of stand out within your space and, and watch what they're doing. So if you, you know, work in manufacturing and you see somebody really doing well, um, that you are following or that your customers are following within that space, you know, follow and just see what they're doing, kind of take note of it. And then try it out. That's, that's, um, you know, where you really learn the most, at least for me, like hands on. Um, so like, for example, there's a new social media app that's out there called TikTok. We didn't know if there was a good business use case for it, but we started playing around with it internally and we have different team members that will try out different things and kind of report back. So learn about it, be aware of it. Don't get shiny object syndrome uh, to where you just dive all in on it. But do play around with things and, and try it out and, and get connected into local communities of, of resources that they have, as well as uh, national resources that are available with conferences, both online and 
hopefully in the near future in person again, yeah. uh, where you can learn from others that have kind of been there, done that. Do you have like one best tip for someone either involved with social media strategy from a business perspective or, or someone overseeing that, that type of a group? Always stay engaged um, and make sure that you understand what's going on. And what I mean by that is using analytics plugged in. So knowing, of course, starting with from the inside out, but then also measuring your results is huge. And that's often what gets skipped, I would say, by businesses besides just knowing who their audience is and their tone and all that. But it's skipping over checking in and seeing what is working. And is it helping us reach our end goal? And did we have a goal in the first place, right? But measuring those results and being part of that process is crucial for, for a business. Um, so that could be Google Analytics, social analytics, but not only seeing the numbers, understanding, uh, taking some time to understand what that means and what that means for um, how you maybe need to pivot. Because as we said, social changes all the time. There's definitely times where you need to pivot and, and pick a different network for you. If people want to learn more about you or reach out to you or your company, where can they find you? Sure. Uh, so the company is now marketinggroup.com. Um, so double G in marketing and group, <laughs> now marketinggroup.com. Or you can go to my personal website. It's Jessica, and my name is spelled with a K. So J E S S I K A Phillips, P H I L L I P S.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you for listening to the Unique Visitor Podcast. Let me know if you have any feedback. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Kurtz. See you next time.